Hello, good evening. It is November 14th, 2016, and I am Shemaine Linney, owner of Shemaine's Model Health. Um, this evening's podcast is maybe going to shock a few people and even break a few hearts. Tonight we're going to talk about three foods that you need to avoid at all costs. Um, for reasons being that these foods have been proven to contribute to a lot of illnesses that plague our society nowadays. Most of them at one stage were considered health foods um, and unfortunately there are still some people who believe them to be healthy. Um, but let's set some facts straight here and get into it. So number one food that you should avoid at all costs Vegetable oils. This is not surprising to many nowadays. Um, vegetable oils, which are not actually made from vegetables, they're not broccoli oils, they're not carrot oils. Um, these are the likes of soy oil, canola oil, um, rapeseed oil, which are genetically modified oils. And the main, two of the main problems with these are these oils are extremely high in omega-6 um, fatty acids, which are the pro-inflammatory acids, which make you inflamed. Um, whereas we would like omega-3 fatty acids in our foods, which are anti-inflammatory, which are better from us, for us. Uh, ideally, we're looking for a ratio of omega-3s and omega-6 in 1 is to 1 ratio, or even 2 is to 1. But a lot of these vegetable oils can actually be as high as 20 to 1, um, leading to an inflamed state in the body. Um, and then the second thing with these is when you cook with these polyunsaturated or unstable oils, you damage the hydrogen atoms and these then become damaged and dangerous, leading to the likes of Alzheimer's, heart disease, stroke, cancer, diabetes, um, and a lot more. Also, these vegetable oils can become rancid very quickly, which means that when they are exposed to oxygen, um, the molecules get damaged again. And this has been shown to contribute widely and greatly to aging. So um, we avoid vegetable oils where we can, but what would we use in their place? Well, we would use high saturated um, fats or oils or butters um, and these usually have two hydrogen atoms and they can't be as damaged or broken as easily. So examples would be, and some of these will surprise you and some of you will say, what? No way. But uh, trust me, I'm right. Um, I'm not the only one that promotes this type of eating, so you can look up many well-known um, doctors and teachers that will agree with what I'm saying right now. So the likes of lard, yes, I said lard. Um, real butter, you can cook with real butter. It's very stable. Ghee, uh, coconut oil, of course, most of us or most of the people I work with now would be cooking with coconut oil and even palm oil, which is very high saturated fat and has been used for centuries now. 
so these are more stable oils and they have a greater smoke point or break point on them. Um, and that's that. Next we want to talk about processed meats. Um, and these are more like processed meats that are also from low quality sources. The likes of deli meats, bologna, uh, hot dogs even. These sorts of meats that you see hanging in the stores or on store shelves that realistically, when you look at them, they're still the same color as the day they were first processed. But if you were to buy a steak, um, that steak is going to start to turn grey within a day or two if you don't consume it, but yet these meats on these shelves still maintain their colours. Why is this? It's because of all the additives and chemicals that have been added to the meats to preserve their ageing. Um, one of these additives being sodium nitrate, which actually breaks down into nitrosamines. Uh, nitrosamines are known to contribute highly to cancer. Uh, so we don't want to be ingesting this. Nitrosamines break down in the body quite readily and therefore causing damage or contributing to damage of cells. So alternatives would be then cooking your own grass-fed beef or chicken and then slicing it up for whatever you may need it or even using some brain food, tuna and other fishes as you need. Okay, and then lastly, number three on my list, and um, I think a larger majority of people are aware of this at this stage, or at least I hope so, and it is soy. So, um, soy is in pretty much everything. I saw a study recently stating that soy is in 60 to 80% of all products nowadays. Um, so, soy is... A plant source of phytoestrogens. Um, this means uh, phytoestrogens are estrogen compounds or estrogen, whatever way you pronounce it, um, compounds. These actually mimic estrogen in your body, causing um, a higher amount of estrogen or an estrogen dominance, leading to the likes of fibroid tumors cancer, thyroid issues, um, and a lot more of these hormonal issues that women are seeing nowadays. Um, soy also contains phytates, and I talk about phytates a lot in regards to carbohydrates, but phytates are in soy, and phytates actually block our body from absor absorbing nutrients and minerals. Um, and finally, this is going to blow you away, so, one glass of soy milk is the same as taking a dose of birth control pills. So that is back to that estrogen dominance and messing up with young girls' hormones and even the older generation seeing thyroid issues a lot earlier in life. So we're avoiding soy as much as possible. Um, I don't think I need to give you other alternatives to soy because there are so many alternatives when you come to like soy milk or tofu or anything like that there is a lot better alternatives um, so I hope you can utilize this information and put it to some good use um, definitely towards your health goals and let me know if you have any questions and good night and be safe and I will chat to you soon